This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the show designed to help athletes gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we're going to be talking about whether or not you should be doing two-a-days as an athlete. Now, this is something that I wanted to, I've been wanting to talk about for a little while because in a lot of conversations that I have with athletes, they tell me, you know, in order to reach the next level, I know that I need to be training two to three times a day, but with working full time and with training and then trying to have any kind of social life, it's just really hard to balance. Or, you know, they're upset with themselves because even though they're working super hard and even though they're doing what they can do, they're upset that they're not doing more because the guys at the top level train three times a day and I'm only training once a day. So I thought this would be a really important topic to bring to you all to discuss whether or not it makes sense for you to be training twice a day whether or not it makes sense for you to be training three times a day or whether you're beating yourself up for nothing. Now, when these conversations come up and when athletes feel like they need to be training two to three times a day, this is generally from conversations about pros in their sport. This is generally, you know, young fighters watching the top level people in the UFC and saying, well, if they're training three times a day, then I need to be training three times a day. And so they try to mimic what these top level athletes are doing. And the first thing that I think you guys need to realize if you're an athlete listening to this is that these people you're watching at the top that you're trying to mimic have been doing this longer than you've been alive or have been doing this for almost as long as you've been alive. So their bodies are built to take more than what your body's built to take. So if they're training three times a day, your goal shouldn't be to mimic them and also be training three times a day. You should just be understanding, you should learn from them, but understand that their bodies are different than yours right now. Their body's built to take more than what yours is built to take. And the next thing I want you to understand is that if you're trying to mimic professional athletes' training schedules, and you're also trying to balance a full-time job, and you're also trying to balance any kind of life outside of training and sport, is that these athletes often don't have full-time jobs. The people who are training two to three times a day, training is their job. They live off of their sport. They live off of the checks that they get from being a good athlete. And so if you're trying to balance a full-time job on top of balanced training, and you're trying to train the same amount as people who don't have to balance the full-time job, you're going to run into problems and you're going to run into problems, not because you're a pussy, not because, you know, you're not able to handle it, but because you shouldn't be able to handle it. You have eight more hours every single day booked into your schedule than they do. So give yourself a break. Understand that when you're balancing a full-time job and you're trying to train and you're trying to actually be successful, you're not going to be able to do the same amount as them. And that's okay. Now, when people hear me say that, often they understand, but sometimes they don't. And sometimes they're convinced that, yeah, even if I'm trying to balance a full-time job, I just need to grind through it and I need to train two to three times a day. And I can tell you right now, if you're listening to this and if you don't get it, 
and you keep trying to balance those two to three training sessions on top of a full-time job, on top of anything outside of the sport, what it's going to lead to is burnout and injury. And the reason it's going to lead to that is because, again, part of being an athlete is not just training, but it's how you recover. It's how you eat. It's how you sleep. And if you're trying to balance four to six hours a day of training on top of full-time work, then you're going to sacrifice in one of these other areas. And if you sacrifice in one of these other areas, your body is not going to be able, your body is not going to be built for it long-term. So when that burnout and those injuries start to come, what generally follows for a lot of athletes is issues with self-belief, discouragement, further burnout, and then in turn, quitting the sport early. So what I want to talk about today is getting into when training two to three times a day makes sense, but also if you're not in a position to do that right now, how you can make sure that you're making the most out of the training you can do. And this is what one of the core principles that I've built my company off of is teaching athletes instead of focusing on how much time can I spend in the gym, focus on how I'm spending my time in the gym. So if you're an athlete right now and you're looking at your schedule and you're thinking, I'm working full time, I'm trying to train on top of that, I'm not sure I can do this whole two to three times a day thing, take a deep breath, relax, and understand you don't have to. And not only do you not have to, but you can still make progress if you're not training two to three times a day. In fact, if you're working full time, the chances are it's going to be better for you not to be doing that. So how do we make progress if other people are training more than we are? One of the things that I want you guys to take note of right away is understand that it's not about how long you're in the gym. It's about what you do in the gym. So one of the things, and I was talking about this with an athlete even earlier today, um, he was talking about, you know, struggling with the fact that he couldn't be in the gym as much as some of his teammates. He was struggling with the fact that, you know, there were people that are training more than him and he didn't know how he was going to make the same improvements if he wasn't in the gym as long. And so I asked him about this. I asked him how he spends his training sessions. What is he actually doing in the time that he's in the gym? And talking through what he was doing, talking through more detail, I was able to give him some tips right away to actually optimize the time in the gym and make sure that he's getting more out of what he's doing instead of focusing on getting there more. Because if you're making progress and we can continue to focus on making more progress, the amount of hours becomes less and less and less important. So how do we make the most out of the time in the gym? From the moment you walk in, what I want you to do right now is from the moment you walk in, analyze, how am I spending my time? How much time is spent sitting on to the side, laughing, talking shit, doing whatever else. How much time is actually spent on valuable skill development work when you're in the gym, when you're in the gym training skills? And then how much time is spent on things that I probably don't need to spend that much time on? I talk to fighters all the time who say, yeah, I stay after I stay after class and I hit the bag for an hour. I ask, well, what are you working on when you hit the bag? I say, well, I, I just stay and I hit the bag. I kind of come up with some stuff. How valuable do you think that time is when you're just coming up with stuff to work on? And do you think that that time could be better spent getting home, making some good meals for the upcoming week, and therefore being better fueled for your next training session? 
And I'm not saying don't go hit the bag after class. I'm not saying don't go take some extra time training or spend some extra hours. What I am saying is make sure that the extra hours you're spending make sense. Make sure that the extra hours you're spending have a purpose. For any of my athletes that I work with, you'll know that if whether you work with me in person or whether you work with me online, everything that's part of every program has a purpose. Everything that's in there has something that you're working on and has a benefit specific to your sport. And the reason is because if we're spending two hours in the gym, I want to make the most of that two hours that we're spending in the gym. I don't want to have you there for three hours and get 45 minutes worth of work done when we can have you there for 45 minutes and get 45 minutes worth of work done. And so this is the first thing that you guys need to do is audit the time that you're spending, right? Figure out where you're spending your time, where you're wasting your time and how you can cut out that wasted time to ensure that the time you're in the gym is valuable from the minute you walk in to the minute you leave. And just by doing that, I can almost guarantee you're going to find extra hours in your week. And if you find extra hours in your week, you can either add a training session or at that point, you can start to add in more of these very important tasks like meal prepping. You can get yourself to sleep earlier. You can do these other things during your week that you know are going to help you succeed long term as an athlete. The other thing I want to touch on with this whole two, two training sessions a day thing is the ego. Where I find a lot of this comes for a lot of athletes is they think they need to be training two to three times a day because they hear other people say that they are. Well, and if somebody else is doing it, then I need to do it too. Put that shit aside and understand you're on your own path. You're on your own journey. You don't need to do what that other guy at the gym is doing. You don't need to train as many hours as that guy that's in the UFC that doesn't have a full-time job that all he does is train. You need to train the amount of hours that makes sense for you that you can continue to progress with. And yes, this is not me saying that you only need to train one or two hours a week. That Yes, if you want to succeed long-term as an athlete, you need to train hard. But if you've got a 50-hour-a-week commitment with your job, your family, anything else, and you're trying to add 25 hours of training a week on top of that, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to get hurt. And in turn, that training is not going to help you. And for anyone watching that just saw my door open, that was my cat. There's not a ghost in my apartment. Um, but the point is, if you have these other commitments that are piling up in your life and you're trying to overload yourself with training on top of those other commitments, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to get injured. And in turn, that's not going to serve you the way that you think it is. But because we have egos, we hear someone else talk about how much they're training and we think we need to do it too. So understand that every path is different. Every athlete is different. And just because someone else is doing something, it doesn't mean you need to do it too. Now, speaking of though, I've been talking about how people don't need to be doing two sessions a day. There is going to come a point in your career as you continue to progress and as you move up levels that two a days will actually make more sense. There's going to come a point in your career where you're able to quit your job, where you're able to go all in on your athletic career where you're able to spend that extra time that you want to spend right now. And it's actually going to make sense and it's actually going to serve you. So when does that come? 
when you look at these top level guys, when you look at these UFC fighters that are training two to three times a day, what's the commonality? First of all, not every session is the hardest session that you'll ever do in your life that is aimed to kill them. They have those sessions. They have those tough ones, those ones that they're pushing to the limits. But then they also have recovery sessions. They have mobility sessions. For those who follow Dustin Poirier and Phil DeRue training down in South Florida, they have cognitive conditioning sessions where all they're doing is brain training. So you can build out that schedule where you can go above and beyond. You can have those extra training sessions. You can have those extra hours. But even when you're doing that, even when you have those extra sessions, even when you're going all in on your career and you don't have the job that you need to fall back on, the training still needs to make sense. If you're grinding eight hours a day, just busting your ass with no real purpose behind the stuff you're doing, you're not advancing any more than the guy that's in the gym two hours a day with a planned out purpose for every session. And I've had a lot of people argue with this saying, the man who spends 100 hours will always beat the man that spends 10. And that's where I still firmly believe that is untrue. If you were talking 100 focused, dedicated hours versus 10 focused, dedicated hours, absolutely, you are correct. But if you're just in the gym more and half that time you're walking around talking to people, half that time you're hitting a bag with no purpose behind hitting the bag, and then you're walking around throwing a couple of extra combos, jumping in for a couple of sparring rounds with someone who's 10 weight classes above you that has no business being in the same ring or the same cage as you without no real purpose of what you're working on, what you're improving, then I firmly believe the man who's spending 10 focused, dedicated hours is going to beat the man who spends 100. Because the goal is not to be the guy who spends the most time in the gym. The goal is to be the person who performs the best in competition. Now, when you're building out that schedule, when you are actually starting into the world of two training sessions a day or three training sessions a day, my challenge to you again is to audit. My challenge to you again is to see what of these training sessions actually serves a purpose and what of these training sessions is me wasting my time. Because if you're running for an hour every single day, would you be able to take down some of those runs, put those towards more explosive repeated sprint ability sessions that are going to allow you to perform at a higher pace and in turn perform at a higher level when you hit your sport? Or are you planning those sessions out well? If you are planning those sessions out well and all of them are serving you and pushing you forward and helping you actually improve, you've got the game figured out. So I hope this makes sense, but just to recap, if you are an athlete listening to this and you are seeing athletes at the top level in your sport, training twice a day, three times a day, anything like that, and you're trying to match them, stop. Even if you've got teammates that are saying that they're doing it too, even if you've got coaches telling you, telling you you're a pussy for not being in the gym more, no matter what it is you're facing, stop. Your situation is not their situation. You need to work at the level that makes sense for you and the level that you can consciously improve at. And if you are consciously improving, then you can start to add sessions in or you can start to add training in as you go. And then when it makes sense for you is when it's time to up to more than one training session per day. However, even when you up it to more than one training session per day, 
those training sessions still need to make sense. There needs to be a plan. You need to be thinking about how one leads into the other and eventually leads you into competing at the top level every single time. So that is it for me. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys are able to take away some value from this. If you are, make sure to send me a message. Make sure to let me know. Links to how you can contact me are going to be in the show notes below. And my one ask of you is if you're getting value from this podcast, if you're tuning in consistently and you're liking what you're hearing, you're getting something away, you've been able to implement something in your own career, I would love for you to do just this one thing, which is share the show with a teammate, share the show with a coach, share the show with a parent, share the show with someone that is involved in helping athletes get to the next level, someone who is involved in helping athletes build their dream careers in sport, because that is what we are all about here. So thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen to the show today. And I will talk to you all again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.